people of God, and I mean that for everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to The Prophet's Voice. I'm excited to be here along with my co-host, Marcus Mooney of Opay Media Group. Hello, hello, hello. How's everybody? How's oh, everybody? It's, good. it's good to be back, isn't it, Marcus? Yes, it's good. It's, to be good. Back. it's definitely good. I am excited again. I'm Elder Gwen Cohen from The Prophet's Voice, and we are going forward today. We have been talking about real life, real time, real talk with a very real God. My book, you can find it out on Amazon. Also, you can find my next work, which is Life Words, 10 Spoken Messages for Everyday Challenges, all to be found on Amazon. But we're walking through real life, real Real time, real talk with a very real God. And what we've been doing is talking about the fact that you can ask God questions. Yes. We have that. And this book is a a menagerie or what do I want to say? A plethora of questions that I had for God. Now, one of the things I will tell you is the one thing about having questions for God, and you can have them. He says, ask, (laughs) ask, (laughs) seek. That's right. And you'll find. That's right. All right. And so when you ask those questions, the thing that I want you to remember is that you got to be okay with the answer that God gives. And you know what? Pretty much the answer that he gives points back toward who, Marcus? It points back to you. (laughs) It points back to us. Yes, it does. To you. And that's when I had gotten my wake up call. I just want to put a plug out and you can reach us at www.theprophetsvoice.net. I know that's on the bottom of the screen and you can reach out to me at info at theprophetsvoice.net. If you have questions, concerns, and you're hearing the podcast and you want to know something, reach out at info at theprophetsvoice.net and we will get your question and we will feature it on our podcast here at The Prophet's Voice. So we're in chapter three of real life, real time, real talk with a very real God. And I got to give a shout out in the studio with me right now. To my right is the illustrious, the phenomenal, the wonderful, exciting. <laughs> the <laughs> man, the husband, myth, the legend. Held the legend, as he is called, <laughs> Elder Elliot Cohen. And so he is here with us to support us and to support you. Yes. As we go on this uh, a journey of asking God and getting answers that will free us liberate us, deliver us, and save us from ourselves. That's right. Somebody say amen. Amen. (laughs) We are in chapter three, and chapter three is what's really going on. I know you've asked God that question. (laughs) I know I have. Haven't you, Marcus? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Too many times to count at this point. I know. Look around and say, what in the world is happening? God, what's really going on? I want to tell you that I in the book, I talk about we served a ministry. There was a woman there that people had kind of labeled slightly off. Oh, wow. You know, and 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 the same, we can be so mean sometimes, we can't can. we? We sure And so can. judgmental. And so they, and but it was funny. She would walk past me and we would see something that would happen and she would look at me and say, Elder, what's really going on? <laughs> and that began to be our staple. Every time I saw her, she would just smile, look at me, walk past. She didn't say it loud. Mm-hmm. She would just kind of whisper, what's really going on? That's really good. And that stuck with me. It was something that I even asked God. So I'm just going to um uh kind of 
feel like uh, uh, just kind of read through a little portion of our introductory and then Marcus, we're going to get into what's yeah, really, really going, going on. on. <laughs> and so um, I want to say, have you ever felt like that? There are days when we look around and it seems things are all out of order in our life. Something is just not right. The elevator isn't going to the top or the days seem three, five short of a happy meal. Anybody <laughs> been there? We're doing everything we can do, but it seems we're making no progress. We're going backward instead of forward. We're stuck. God, what's really going on? We got the open door and it was slammed in our face. We thought we had an opportunity and it passed us by. What's really going on? It appears the blessing was ours and then it's not. Breakthrough was on the horizon and then suddenly it wasn't. We're right at the brink of the promise God made, yet the manifestation doesn't manifest. Then it hit me. Maybe God is asking the same question of us. I see you trying to go someplace you know you're not ready for. Wow. Mm, what's really going on? I see you trying to circumvent the process. What's really going on? Your heart is far from me. What's, what's really, really going, going on? on? Wow. Look at us. We're trying to convince the God of the universe that we deserve an A when we know and he knows we've only done C work. Oh, my Come goodness. On, Marcus, that is so good. Me. You know, I, I had some, I have a note, but before I can even get to the note, something just really stuck out that you just said. Mm -hmm. um, can you trust God with the suddenly? Oh, my. Because those take place in our lives. Yes. All the time. Yes. But we have to be able to trust God with wow. the suddenly. Wow. Because uh, they happen. It happens. Yes. What's really going What's on? What's really going on? <laughs> the suddenly thing. It comes. It comes. But will you trust God? Yes. And do you trust him to, uh, to, do you trust him with the process? Oh man, there you go. See, I want the suddenly thing, but I'm not sure I want the process that's going to get me to the suddenly thing. <laughs> See, I'll shout about sudden. It's interesting. I said this. I have. I think I have a quote where I say, um, um, people will tear the church up about destiny. We'll shout when somebody talks about promise. We'll shout when somebody talks about purpose, but nobody writes the business plan. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So are we really... Do we ask God for things? We ask him for purpose. We ask him for promise. But what's really going on is, are we really willing to go through the process to get there? That's right. Or or are we trying to perform our way? Wow. Ooh. Ooh, that's so good. Are we trying to perform our way so into good. the grace of God? Are we trying to um, act out anointing? Yes. Um, are we trying to... Um, uh, uh, act like we're uh, in a sitcom, a church sitcom, <laughs> where we're a character. That's right. Playing a role. Playing a role, right. And we have a characterization mm. of the anointing, but we don't actually have the real anointing because we haven't gone through the process. You know, the line for everlasting life is very long, <laughs> but the line for taking up your cross Ooh. is very short. Ah. Before you can get to the one... It is necessary that you get to the other, or that's at least what where our mindset should I be. I like that. I like that. Yes, ma'am. Yes. And are we willing to engage those cross moments oh, wow. to prepare us for the greater that God has for that's us? That's right. Or so what's real when we ask ourselves, what's really going on? It doesn't seem like I'm going anywhere. God's <laughs> saying to you, what's really going on? <laughs> I haven't heard you pray in a while. Oh wow. I haven't I haven't seen you love on someone in a while. Mm. It's been a season since I've heard you encourage someone. Mm. 
It's been a season since I've heard you exhort or or praise or worship me. So what the question becomes, what's really going on with you? And that's what God asked me when I said, what's really going on, God? I want to know. You're giving me all these gifts. I got this. I got that. I was able to go to school, got this degree, got that degree. What's really going on? And you said, Gwen, what's really going on with your prayer life? That's right. What's really going on with your love for me? How do I know you love me? Because right now, seems like all I'm getting from you is Texas. Oh, wow. About what you want. Oh, wow. And not what I want. You know, what's really going on with that self-imposed diminished ability? <laughs> We're back to that. Uh-huh. Chapter two. Yes. What's really what's going really on. Going That's on. right. That's, That's right. right. Or I don't, and I don't want to go through the process. I understand not wanting to go through the process because mm-hmm. the process is difficult. It's hard. The, it's hard. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. But those of you that might be new believers and, and we shake, you know, whatever, whatever denomination you're in, whether you get the right hand of fellowship, whether you get slapped upside the head with oil, <laughs> whatever it is, whatever it is, what we fail to tell you is that it is a process. That's right. And they're going to be some difficult days. There are going to be some hard days. There are going to be some days you will have questions about what's really going on. That's right. Um, there are going to be days when you're serving and the only thing that you have left is your service. That's right. You don't have anything else. Ellie and I were having the conversation we talked about when we entered into a space of some financial devastation we had never experienced before. The only thing we had was our service. Wow. And, and God said to me, He said, I know you had it all. I know you had the money, the house, the lifestyle. You had it all. And you served me when you had it all. But can you serve me when you have none of it? Mm, Yes, ma'am. Are you willing to go through the process? What's really going on? That's right. And I think sometimes we want to circumvent the process Mm -hmm. because we see the... um, we see the stage, mm-hmm. but uh, for those of us that do productions, all oh, those of you oh, out man. here that are are, are are people who are producers, we about who are to the go creatives, there. the writers, <laughs> you know, the 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 uh, playwrights, that's right, the screenplay writers, all of you, you understand what it takes to bring the the words off the page. First, I got to get the words off. That's the page. right, on the page, that's, and that's a whole nother story. That's right. But then I got to get them off the page, and Marcus, we know what it takes. That's right. to do that. People come in and they buy the ticket to see the performance, but they don't know what's happening in the background. They don't know the nights that we were up all night trying to figure out how we going to make this scene work. This ain't going to work and we got to change it to something else. Or we were up crying Mm -hmm. because we had adversity in our personal life, but we still had to press through to make sure the vision came to fruition. That's right. Talk to us. I mean, think about this, you know, using that that same, you know, analogy that you used. You have the words on the page mm-hmm. that you have to get to the stage, but it's not just on you. You have a whole cast of people yes. that you have to help get on one accord yes. to get oh this my message goodness. out. <laughs> yes. You yes. know, so we need the body. Yes. And that's God's, you know, that's just God's way of showing us. You need the body. We need the body. And on top of that, we're dealing with this flesh. That's right. That want to do its own thing. Oh, gosh. You know, it? so before you can get to the place with the glory shining all over you, there has to be some cross-carrying. <laughs> Lights, camera, action, and right. Some, right. There has to be some cross-carrying and some cross-bearing first. Oh, I love that. You cross-carrying know? and cross-bearing. Yes, You're ma'am. absolutely right. Yes, and And to understand, you know, it was funny. I remember there was, a, um, when I talk about what's really going on, mm-hmm. I was doing a retreat and a woman walked up to me and she said, oh, she said, Elder Kwan, I want to be able to preach like you. I want to be able to teach like you. I want to be able to pray like you. I want to be able to do all these things like you. And I said, oh, really? She said, yes. I said, well, do you want my story? Wow. Do you want what was required of me Mm -hmm. to be able to get to a space where God 
God uses me in the mm-hmm. manner that he uses me? Mm-hmm. Where, do you want that? Because that's longer, okay, than this moment. That's and right. I need you to know that it's a whole lot longer than the podcast. We got 18 more minutes to go. <laughs> it's a whole lot longer than that. Um, that kind of, do you want to go through the kind of devastation, the kind of turmoil, the kind of circumstance, the kind of tribute, the kind of stuff that happened and then still had to serve? Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, uh, the kind of things that went on in, in my life that I just was going what's really going on because I really don't understand, but still having to be faithful in that process. Mm-hmm. And so um, when we talk about what's really going on, you have to ask yourself, where if it's not moving the way it should move, you have to be introspective. You can't blame anybody else. We Here we go with the blame game again. That's right. But you have to be introspective and say, okay, God, what's really going on with me? That's right. What's really going on with my mindset? Are there things in me that you don't want in me in order to move me into the places that you want to move me? That's right. Are, is, there, is there thought processes I need to get rid of? Are there frames of reference that are not of you? That's and right. that doesn't mean we walk around, huh, and, the, you know, and we're perfect. No, but it does mean that we have an opportunity. He wants to know when something comes at you, can you see it spiritually? That's right. That's right. Rather than naturally. That's right. Can you recognize that when something comes at you, it may not be all about you. Mm-hmm. There may be a work that I'm doing because all things work together. So we recognize that God works all things together. Uh, I remember when we were um, years ago uh, establishing a grief ministry, a bereavement ministry, and we had, um, out of that process, prior to that, Elliot and I, in 1997, mm-hmm. lost our infant son, Evan. Mm-hmm. And we had to experience, because of my health, we had to actually experience the birth of Evan, recognizing he would not survive the birth, but we had to go through it. Wow. And it was a season where I was asking God, yeah, what's really going on? Mm-hmm. You know, we run this litany list of, uh, oh Lord, I, I paid my tithes. Mm-hmm. I did this. I, mm-hmm. I I went to church. I I'm, I'm a minister. Why why is this happening? Wow. Um, what's really going on? Why is it happening? And the Lord said something to me that's probably going to challenge a lot of you, and you may turn it off. But we're gonna keep being the prophet's voice. <laughs> that's right. That's what we're gonna that's do. That's what we gotta he do. He said, "I will do whatever it takes to produce my purpose in you." Wow. Wow. Hmm. And that was hard. Yeah. That was hard. Yeah. That was hard. He said, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Anything that will take the focus. Because hmm. we had, we were a blended family. So Evan was the child that was going to bring us all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, our My my son, Elle's daughter, Grant, we had all the, everybody was excited about Evan coming because he was going to be the focus. Wow. He was going to be the focus. Yeah. I'd even consider, oh, well, I won't even do ministry anymore because he's going to be the focus and the kids will be the focus. And God said, I'll do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. What do you do when God says whatever it takes? Wow. I know there's somebody out there that's dealing with a whatever it takes moment from God. And it is it is not your worst time. No. It's not. While it may feel like it's your worst time, it really is 
your best time. Mm-hmm. Because it remind it lets you know how important your purpose is to God and to the kingdom of God That's and right. to the people of God. That's right. That's right. Yes. And right. I had to be honest and say, if there had been an Evan, there probably never would have been a prophet's voice. Wow. Mm. Because I would have lived my life around my children. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. And 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 what do you do? What's really going on is that God has you in a whatever it takes moment because he values the purpose and the oil that he's placed in you so much mm-hmm. that he'll break the box to get it. That's right. That's right. He'll break the box so the fragrance of what you have can be smelled, can be experienced can be felt by those around you that need to know who he is. That's when you realize that the gift is more important than the box that is delivered in. Mm-hmm. And sometimes going through that process, just as you said, it's 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 something that stretches us so much. Mm. We want to make sure, though, that we examine ourselves properly when we come to that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, reminds me of, of the scripture. Matthew 19, chapter 19, verse 20, the young man said unto him, all these things have I kept from my youth up. What lack I yet? And then Jesus said unto him, if thou wilt be perfect, go and sell Mm. that thou hast and give it to the poor Mm -hmm. and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. Mm. But the young man heard that saying, he, when he heard that saying, he went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. Mm-hmm. We come to a moment mm-hmm. where we have to choose mm-hmm. what we want mm-hmm. and what is treasure to us. Mm-hmm. Oh, v- I like that. Versus what is God and what, what he wants mm-hmm. and what is ultimately the greatest treasure that we can present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what, what the young man missed, I think, in that text, when I think about it, what he missed was that the greatest treasure was standing before right in him. front of him, right in front of oh him. My God. The other thing I have to say is to those of us that felt that Jesus was broke. No, he was no, not. He was not. Cause nobody who is broke has an accountant and <laughs> Jesus was the accountant, but not to take away from that moment, but to recognize that the greatest treasure was standing in front of him. Yes. And that but, was to your, to your point that you just made. Jesus wasn't broke. He, wasn't he was letting him know, why would I tell you, a man with wealth, to sell everything you have and come follow me if I could not take care of you greater? Oh, I love it. If I could not take care of you greater. I'm telling you that what you have is does not compare to how I will care for you. <laughs> what you have does not compare to how I will take care of you. And, 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 and imagine if he had gone. His mm. name would have appeared you, in the book huh? that we read now. Huh? Uh-huh. And and throughout the ages, his legacy of giving up what he thought was important to be to to be in the presence of Jesus, to experience Jesus and then to be a part of the greatest move in the history of mankind. <laughs> and there would have been 13 disciples uh, at that point. <laughs> and you know what, Elder, let me say this to you right yes. here right now in yes. this moment. You know how special this is and you know how special your destiny and purpose is 
because God saw fit that it was greater than what he was blessing you with with Evan. And it still was a blessing mm -hmm. because I'm hearing, I'm being blessed right now Amen. by the story that you just told. Evan is blessing me right now. Amen. So I know if he blessing me right now <sighs> in, in the way that the story went on this side like this, had it gone another way, I know he would have been a tremendous blessing. Yes. But God is saying, this is how great, this is how great. of a purpose Mm -hmm. that I have for your life. Amen. I receive that, Marcus. And I hope that those of you are listening, um, I believe that prophetic word is for those that hear it, for the hearers, and that you receive that. It was difficult. We went through a lot. Yes. Um, I was suicidal. Mm. I was suicidal. Um, Elliot was grieving. This was his son, yes. his son from our marriage, a yes. blended family. And so we were grieving in our own respective ways. And I remember, uh, and I must say this, I remember I had really reached a place where I was suicidal. Wow. I cleaned my house, cleaned myself up, had the pills on the side of the, the bed, wow. had made a decision, uh, left a letter for Elliot, left a letter for my daughter and for my son. And I was ready to check out. And I remember I called my dad, um, who has gone to glory now. I called my father and I told him, I said, I can't do this. This is too much for me. I'm ready to give it up. Mm. And he said, this is what he said. And this is for someone that is hearing this. He said, this is Evan's story. Yes. He said to me, okay, this is my father, a man of faith. He said, okay. He said, but since you're telling me this is the last time I'm going to hear from you or be able to talk to you, can you give me 30 minutes? Wow. And I said, yeah, daddy, I love you. I can give you 30 minutes. I'd made up my mind. He said, faith for 30 minutes. Wow. Faith in the morning, faith in the evening, faith in the noonday. Wow. I hear him now. Faith when it's hardest. Mm. Faith when you don't know what to do. What's really going on? God's strengthening your faith. Faith to make it. Faith to stay with it. He kept saying faith not to give up. Faith. Faith for 30 minutes. He said faith. Nothing but faith on the phone. And then he hung up. <laughs> wow. Um. Mm. He taught, faith brought me back from the abyss. Yes. A few months later, I asked him, I said, daddy, he said, what, baby? I said, I can ask you a question. He said, what? I said, remember that moment? He said, yeah, that moment when you were going, wanted to commit suicide, when you wanted to leave the planet. Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, he said. I said, well, you said 30 minutes. I want to know if you knew that's what I was going to do. Why'd you hang up the phone? He said, because I had faith <laughs> that God was going to let you know what's really going on. That's right. That's that, isn't right. that something? That's something. Hallelujah. He said, <laughs> I, I have faith. I had faith. I hung up that phone and said, she ain't going nowhere because <laughs> I have the faith. And that's why this chapter is what's really going on. That's right. He said, because I felt, I said, God, I have the faith 
that you're going to let her know what really is going on. You're going to let her know why this had to happen the way the it purpose. is. And it wasn't just for my faith. It was for the faith of my family. That's right. It was for the faith of my husband. That's right. It was for the faith of people around me because out of that was birthed a ministry. And then the faith, people were like, how could you do it? And now I have encountered other people who have had devastating, devastating stories similar to that, mm-hmm. even more, I think more devastating than my own. But guess what? I need to let you know what's really going on when it's really devastating is that God is increasing your capacity to carry what he has originally put in you from the beginning of time. That's right. There is something he has placed inside of you and what he has placed inside of you is greater. And he's got to stretch us so that we have the ability to carry everything and to release everything that he has for us. We would not be here today, Marcus, Mm -mm. if it wasn't for Evan. That's right. That's right. We would not be here today if it wasn't for him and for the fact that he was the one that pushed his mommy and his daddy into a new dimension of faith. That's right. That we had never experienced before. You know, I don't want to get too deep, but I, I just be honest. Please get deep. <clears throat> that that is why, me personally, I have an issue with abortion. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. It, you know, and I know that's a real topic. That's and I know, a real topic. I know it's a lot I, I'm of different things. You say things. it. I'm not. I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah, I know it's a lot of different. You know. Yeah. But just from a standpoint of understanding how precious life is, mm-hmm. and how much God can speak to us. Even through the process. Even through the process. Even through the process. And I will say this, whatever that process is. That's right. Whatever that process is, whatever your process is, now therefore there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I need to say that again. That's right. For those of you that may be feeling guilty, for those of you that may may be feeling um, like you've let God down, now therefore there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. That's right. There's no condemnation. I need you to know that. I need you to experience that. I need you to feel that. And I need you at this moment to recognize that his love, it is his love that has a capacity to, to what's really going on is that his love has a capacity to take anything and everything in. That's good. And love us anyway. Through Not it, because of who we are. It. Yes. Yes, but in spite of who we are. That's so good. And in spite of what we've done, in spite of how we felt. I had clergy when I shared the story say, I can't believe you would you were gonna do this, you were gonna do that. But you didn't know the depth of my pain. You didn't know the depth of my grief. You didn't know the depth of my um 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 discomfort, yes. the depth of my depression, the de- you know, and mm-hmm. so what's really going on is in those moments where it's so difficult, so hard. Stay in the moment. Yes. God is preparing you for what's really going on. That's really good. And what's really going on is his kingdom. What's really going on is the fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, yes. and self-control. Yes. What's really going on is that the kingdom of God is flourishing, even though it looks like it isn't. Mm. What's really going on is that people do love one another, even though it looks like they don't. What's really going on is that God is taking us through the spaces that we need to go through so that we can be stretched and expanded 
Yes. And elevated and moved into a a, a, le- a dimension. I don't want to say level. A dimension of faith, a dimension of glory, yes. a dimension of anointing and gifting so that the kingdom of hell can come down <laughs> and the kingdom of God can be established. And that's what I love about him because he helps us even with the things that we don't quite understand. Right, even right. Even with the things that we feel like we can't quite handle. Right, he right. He is there to come cover us for it all, through it all. Through it all. all. Yes, yes. yes. He covers it all. So I got to say this again to those of you that are listening. Now, therefore, there's no no condemnation condemnation for those who are in Christ Christ Jesus. Jesus. If you feel condemned, then you got to have Jesus. That's right. If you feel condemned or judged, you got to have Jesus. That's right. Because I need this. I think we said this in the other episode. We talked about chapter two. Why does it seem like I'm always overlooked? Is that his book, ah, those those pages, the one book where he writes you down, as David said in Psalm 139, all the days of my life were written in your book before I even knew them. That guess what? What I love is that when Jesus came, the back chapters were gone. He rewrote it. All that stuff, all the the things that were done to us, even the things that we did. Come on, somebody. Let's not talk about just what was done to us. Let's get into that space where we know that there were things that we did and things that, that, that we know that were not godly. We know that we're not good. We know that we're not right. That's right. And so all, even all of that, is erased away. He still but covered we us. Gotta go through this process. That's right. Um, I just want to say this. I want to do this on the last part of the chapter. Marcus, did you have another comment you wanted to make? Um, I'll let you get to that, and then and then we'll we'll get to the last okay. last. Yes. So the last part says maybe what's really going on is we've got to take the time to find out how to prepare for God's purpose for us. Yes, you do have to go back to school. <laughs> yes, you do need to be at work on time. Yes, we have to stop whimpering and whining when things don't go our way. No, we can't show up when we feel like it and expect great. No, we can't decide when the pastor's not there, we won't come. Come on, somebody. I stepped on on your toes. No, we can't pay our tithes and offering based on whether we like them or not. God wants our best. God deserves our best. He's worthy of Of it it all. all. What's really going on is he did choose us and he expects more out of us. He requires us not to be mediocre. He created us to be more than average. He believes us to be greater than the status quo. Why? Because he is an excellent God. Do you want to know what's really going on? God is looking for us to be all we can be so he can work through us excellently. Yes. Marcus, you have the floor. That is excellent. And I love I love the fact that you made that point the way that you made it. There is therefore no condemnation. Um, that speaks volumes. Yes. Speaks volumes. Um, you know, I, the, the, the last note that I took in, in coming, um, just kind of referencing Matthew 18.3, I say we have to have a childlike faith. Yes. Because sometimes naive is necessary. Mm, that's good. <laughs> I like naive is necessary. Sometimes I naive like is necessary. Learn to trust God before you learn your way out of it. Oh, that's good. Say that again, Marcus. Learn to trust God before you learn your way out of it. Oh, that's good. What's really going on is that you got to learn to trust God. That's right. Before you learn your, your way, way out, out of, of it. it. That's right. Uh, this is Elder Gwen Cohen and the illustrious, amazing Marcus Mooney. <laughs> <laughs> 
with OFAC Media Group. And this is Elder Gwen Cohen with The Prophet's Voice and Elder Elliot Cohen. I'm excited that you have been a part of our podcast. I hope that there was something today that we said that would trigger you or make you think. Again, you can reach out to us at info at theprophetsvoice.net or you can hit up the website, theprophetsvoice.net. Guess what? And uh, scroll down to the end and put your information in and I promise you we'll reach out and connect with you. In the meantime, we're about bringing your purpose to life, but guess what? I want you to know what's really going on is God's got greater for you. Until next time, we look forward to seeing you, hearing you again. Mm-hmm.